Welcome to the Christian Car Guy radio show, the talk show dedicated to helping Christians buy and sell cars by the book, not the blue book, not the orange book, but by God's book, the Bible. Call the Christian Car Guy with your questions, 1-866-34-TRUTH. That's 1-866-348-7884. What does being a Christian have to do with buying a car? You're about to find out. Here's your host, Robbie Dillmore. Well, good morning. Uh, Robbie isn't with us this morning. I've sort of slid over a seat, and and uh, this morning I want to make sure that we lift up Robbie in our prayers and stuff, as he is in wonderful, I don't know how many prayers he needs this morning, since he's in Florida and Disney World with all his kids and, and grandkids and enjoying himself, I'm sure. But this morning we've got a lot of things to talk about, and I once again just want to remind you this is a call-in show, and the number is 866 866- Three four eight seven eight eight four, and I'm Jerry Mathis, not the Christian car guy, but the Christian body shop guy. One thing that uh, this morning we'd like to throw out there and talk about a little bit is this coming Sunday, tomorrow morning will be Father's Day. I'd like to just ask everybody if they have a Father's Day story, and since just since this is the Christian car guy, and we talk about cars and on the road. You have a story that relates to an automobile or a trip or just time that's spent in the car with your your father and you'd like to share with us and be a way to uh, probably inspire and uplift and encourage someone else. I encourage you to do that. This morning also we're going to go through a couple other things. One of them is Body Shop 101 and also what to do before you need a body shop or before the accident or before you need that service. There's a couple things you can do to Hopefully save some aggravation and also save yourself some money and, and making sure that your car and your situation is taken care of properly. This morning also we're going to have the appraisal by the Black Book that Robbie always likes to finish up with. And we're going to talk a little bit about fathers and probably the most important relationship we have with the father. And as I'm sitting here thinking and, and as I came in this morning I was thinking about those Father Day stories. I my situation was a little bit different. Uh, I had a father who, and, and still is, whose who's really main focus was, I guess, growing up in the in the fifties and so was to provide. That was his purpose. Was to he taught me how to work and have a work ethic, but also just providing for us. And so it wasn't all those out in the backyard throwing a football or baseball or going to, you know, play sports in school and stuff. And just wasn't there for any of that but his main thing was just providing and so I've, I'm grateful for that but as I was thinking about it I, I was this morning coming in I thought about all the trips that I had with my daughter as she was growing up because when she was just a, a, a kid just a baby I would either take her to daycare or take her to school every morning and the time we spent in the car was just probably one of the most the highlights of my life in, in a way and stuff is we would just spend that time and, and, and just openly just talk about about life in general from the, the early years talking about Barney and who was on TV and what was uh, playing in the yard and that type of stuff to, to, to issues as she started maturing and stuff. And we still do that whenever we get in the car. It's just that opportunity to just, just, just spend time. And, and, and sometimes as a father... We think that we need to do these great things, but the greatest thing we can do is spend time with our kids. 
and sometimes we lose focus because it seems just so simple. But sometimes that's why God also, you know, you know, our relationship with God is is pretty simple when we when we want to really break it down. Is spending that time. I mean, I know that we would be on our way to school and and, and we would just like I said, we just talk about about life in general. And then as as she got older in middle school and high school and and you start seeing things and people's choices and we would spend the time in that automobile just talking about that and the and the effects of those choices and the the what kind of problems they could cause and 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 how to make smart choices and you know so that that was a great time to have and and you know we always had those little games when she'd get ready to get out of the car you know, I'd always say, you know, see you later, and then she'd go alligator, and you know, her mom would always look at me and think I'm crazy, but we still do that. Here she is, uh, off in college, and when we call, when I hang up to get ready to hang up the phone, it's always, see you later, and she goes alligator, and you know, we just sort of laugh and and have a great day, like she say Tony the Tiger, and and you know, it's just those kind of things. It's just spending time, and and I encourage everybody if you don't do that, to make sure you take time to do that. So this morning, once again, I encourage you to. Uh, give us a call and, and share that story, uh, either the story that you have about your father and how it relates to an automobile. Like I say, it may be going to car shows. It may be, you know, there's a lot of people that father and son and father and daughter where they rebuild a, a car and, and, and work on a car in the driveway, the garage or whatever it may be, or or just cleaning on it or spending time, like I said, just spending time inside the car and on the road and um, just enjoying being a father. So I encourage you to share those stories. And once again, the phone number again is 866-348-7884. Also this morning and any moment, uh, Darren um, DeWitt will be rolling in here, which is a PPG rep and paint jobbler with, uh, in the, this area of North Carolina with Colors Edge. I'm going to ask him to also share some, some Father's Day stories. Whenever we think about our fathers I mean you know it's kind of neat down at the shop when I'll have a guy come by and, and he'll have his son with him and he'll be asking me questions about you know what to do to repair a car and he may have a have a an older car that needs painting and stuff and he's talking about the project that they're going to do together and then you know over the course of time sometimes it may be one two three I've had it up to five or six years where they'll come back by because always you know after they stop in a few times and ask some questions and ask about what type of material to use, they'll come back and, and show me the, the, the finished product and, and the look on the father and the son or daughter's face when that thing is completely done and then they're able to share about the time they spend. That, that's pretty pretty cool thing to do. So I'd look for you to figure out a th- thing that you'd like to share with us and, and give us a call. Also this morning we're going to talk a little bit of like I said, about Body Shop 101. I've got a, if you go up on the website of ChristianCarGuide.com and you'll see a, a brochure that has like the 10 steps for an auto repair. And also, it's one of our brochures. And, and part of the process that, that, that I wanted to talk about this morning was what kind of things to do to prepare yourself. You know, we all have, have accidents and Things and they call them accidents because you you're not planning on them happening. But when they happen and that's a crisis, what do you do to make sure that you're not having another crisis or another accident by making a poor choice or or being uninformed? So we'll 
talk a little bit about that. And one of the things that, that is really a neat thing to do, and I encourage, and I know I have on the air, I don't know how many times, to make sure you know what you're going to do. You know who you're going to call if your car breaks down or, or if you, you're in an accident because there's some mistakes that you can make that can cost you a lot of money and also a lot of aggravation dealing with your insurance company and also just the distance and, and, and type of thing because you want the vehicle close to your home. It would be great if it's somewhere that you know the people at the shop. So one thing that I always encourage people to do in, in any area is sort of familiarize yourself with a body shop or a, a mechanical shop and also a towing company. Because what that'll do, it'll give you where when you have to make those decisions, if your car's broke down, you have a flat tire, you're out of gas, somebody's, you've been involved in an accident, you're in a, a, a crisis and you're not always thinking clearly. So you will, you know, a police officer comes out, the first thing they're going to ask you if it needs to be towed is, do you have somebody to tow? And if you're not thinking about who you want, they're going to tow some, call somebody on a rotation basis that's uh, going to come out and do it. And it's, they're going to have a price structure that is probably going to be different than if you just called them on a personal basis. And also, it could be somebody who's going to tow your vehicle on the other end of the county. And it could be somebody who is not going to have a relationship with your insurance company and that kind of thing. So it's good to go out and talk to people. Know where you're going to have if you if you. You know, your car overheats and breaks down. Where are you going to take it for service? Where where are you going to take your vehicle if it is in an accident? What towing company are you going to take or are you going to call? And and to another step in that is, and this is something I did the very first year my daughter was at Liberty University, I went up to Liberty up in Lynchburg, and I found a body shop that was right on the right on the border of Liberty University and spoke to them and if Taylor has any kind of problem whatsoever, she knows to go ahead and call them and they or take the car by there and they're going to take care of it. As a matter of fact, after I'd spoke to them, within three months she had a little problem where her trunk wouldn't shut down where she had too much stuff in it and messed the latch up and they were able to do it and get her back on the road. So, you know, it's just knowing something and having that where she wasn't in a crisis and didn't cost her anything to, to do that. So I encourage you to, to do that. And we'll talk a little bit more about that. And also, I want to hear your Father's Day stories. And this morning, also start looking about how tomorrow we're going to honor our fathers and most importantly, how we're going to honor our Father in heaven. Once again, it's a call-in show. Uh, give us a call, 866-348-7884. Good morning and welcome to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. This is Jerry Mathis filling in this morning for Robbie Dillmore as he is on vacation and I'm hoping he's having a great time and enjoying himself. Also sitting with me this morning is Darren DeWitt with uh, Colors Edge and PPG Distributor. Darren, how you doing this morning? I know you had a, you're talking about automobiles and traffic and all that stuff. He come, come darting through the door gasping for breath as he <laughs> made his trip from Burlington. Yeah, yeah, it's uh there's a lot of a lot of traffic out there. So uh on a on a uh 
Saturday morning, a little more than I thought, so running a little bit behind today. Yeah. Uh, yeah and also this morning, uh, you spoke a little bit about your dad and, and mom and your parents are in, so they're in for be able to celebrate Father's Day with, with your dad. And yeah. Special. Yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's one of the uh, few times I have been able to celebrate with, with my dad uh, since I've moved out here um, back in, I think, 2002 and uh, became a North Carolina native after that, or a resident after that and uh, stayed out here. And my parents and everyone still live out in uh, Southern California, so having the ability to have them come out here uh, and spend some time with them is, 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 uh, is great. Wonderful. Hey, uh, this morning, one of the things we're doing is sharing uh, stories with our about our dad for Father's Day. Um, you have any story you'd like to share with us? And oh, I've I've got a <laughs> I've got a ton of stories, but uh, most well, of any of them we can share on that. I mean, <laughs> nah, I'd say you know uh, some of the best uh, experiences that that I've had with with my dad and uh, in general, uh, and I think it's lost in today's age. I think a little bit is because. Today we're we're more materialistic or gadgets and everything like that and and growing up we kind of grew up through the gambit uh, we you know we didn't have a whole lot of money growing up and my my dad and my mom did you know what they could to to make a dollar stretch and everything and, and by doing that we you know we did a lot of camping and a lot of uh, backpacking and me and my dad one of our special things were uh, to go backpacking up in the uh, high Sierras uh, out uh, out in the mountains up in California. And uh, we used to spend a lot of good times out there, uh, spend about four or five days out there, uh, you know, walking, you know, remembering back walking wasn't, you know, hiking wasn't the fun, fun part. But the the joys of just uh, sitting around the campfire, fishing with my dad and, uh, you know, teaching me how to, you know, you know, you know, uh, you know, de- you know clean a fish, you know, and everything and cook it up, um, going out and finding out what uh bushes not to uh, rub against uh, that you start <laughs> scratching and all that stuff and that's always fun but uh, had a lot of great times uh, with my dad out there uh, and you was that. able to do that without an iPhone smartphone uh, Xbox yeah uh, I mean no no GPS uh, you know to, you know if we got lost we just kind of you know kept our eyes out where the sun was where the moss was growing <laughs> everything and just kind of worked our way back to the trails and uh, I mean we would hike down a creek and a river you know, miles, and then uh, hike back on up to to the uh, to where we had made camp. You know, backpacking through there. So you know, we didn't have any of the technologies today, but it was just, uh, but it was just a lot of fun. And and it, you know, I've I've done it a couple times where you just need to un- just unplug sometimes, and uh, that you know, I, I think. Uh, but those were some of the you know, the great times because it was just me and him. Uh, we had other people, you know, with us obviously backpacking, but. Um, you know, it's basically me and him just uh, enjoying uh, and just learning, you know, kind of from him as, as I was growing up. Yeah, it's just spending that time, as we talked about earlier, is just spending time. So many times we think it needs to be, you know, what is 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 giving things, and and the biggest thing we can give is giving time. And it's it's going camping without all the all the gadgets and stuff. And now, you know, our kids growing up don't think you can do that. Don't think you can do it, and you certainly don't think you can do it and have fun and enjoy it. But you know, it's just like I was talking about with, with Taylor when I would take her to school was just spending time in the car where it was just me and her, mm. and she knew that she had my undivided attention except for kind of keeping my eye on the road, which is something we talk about doing all the time. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. It's, it is. It's, it's just uh, we, the simple things in life, you know, when you sit back and look and things. And, and, and I love uh, Patrick Morley, which is uh, an author and does a lot of men's seminars, has uh, a thing that I – a little 
part that he says, he talks about, you know, the time we spend with the people that mean the most to us. And he says, you know, when you're at your death's bed, how many of those people in uh, your executives and the people that you spend all your time trying to impress are going to be there shedding a tear for you? Exactly. And we need to sort of always keep that in, in perspective and stuff, especially as a father. I mean, that, that's that's important. That That role can never be replaced by anything or anybody else and how you really amplify and 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 really um show how much you care is with time Mm -hmm. exactly and and and, you know fathers you know i'm I'm not a father um uh uh, or anything but uh you know most of what i learned in life uh, uh you know i learned from my dad and spending time with him and and i think that's one of the greatest things that fathers do is you know, pass on their information, their knowledge, you know, to their children. And uh, especially, you know, even in cars and stuff, because, uh, you know, my dad used to, you know, work on cars and, you know, clean up cars, do everything like that. So, he, you know, he taught me a lot about, you know, the difference, you know, the differences of cars even. And, uh, you know, what I need to look out for, you know, when you're buying a car, you know, every, you know, you just kind of learn all that stuff from your parents in general. But uh, my dad was a, a big influence on my life on that. Yeah, and, and that's what I'm, you know, People will come in the shop, you know, who are doing the father-son, father-daughter project where it is redoing a car, re- refinishing it, or restoring it. You know, and, and through y'all's company, you have a lot of resources there, and you can talk about that. And, and it goes back to even, you don't even have to go as far as doing the restoration thing. It's just, you mentioned it, it's just washing the car, spending time out there every other Saturday cleaning on the car with your with your child. Yeah, I mean, you know, and... and you know, I, you know, a lot of people view it as work, and uh, but uh, you know, it it it's it's you know for people that enjoy cars and and that enjoy their their car in general. I mean, it's it's really not work; it's a labor of love, actually. And and when you're doing it with your child, um, you know, I just think you know you can you know you usually wind up having a lot of fun. I know as a child, you sit there and think, oh man, that's work. I don't want to do that. I don't want to help out it. But when you actually get into it and you get done with it, it's amazing how hindsight's twenty twenty. You just sit there, man. I had a great time doing that. I had, you know, that was, you know, a great experience. And and even on down the road, even as you grow up, you're like, man, yeah, I remember. Those are the times that you tend to remember. Yeah, that's the ones you remember, and that's the things that comes back, and you always you know, cherish those times, you know. And it just goes back to it. Just spending time together, mm-hmm. and and you know, and also just just take a moment. If I'm wanting to to do a project. What's the, one of the first steps I need to do? If me and, and my daughter decide and don't have any knowledge, what, what should be my first step to, to take? Well, yeah, mainly, um, you know, you can come into stores like ours, um, uh, paint, uh, especially if it depends on kind of what you're doing, but um, pretty much anything in in your, um, uh, in what your, your, your project on a car, you can pretty much go into automotive paint supply store um, and be able to first talk with the counter guys because there's a lot of technologies out there for you do-it-yourselfers. Um, because, uh, one of the main things is when you're, you know, if you're doing paint work or anything like that, you know, you know, they'll be the good one, you know, they'll be the ones to direct you kind of what sandpaper you're going to use, how are you going to, you know, how do you need to sand it, you know, to make it look a good finish and then what kind of spray equipment you're going to need. And, and if you're a do it yourself and you sit there and you're telling the, the guy on the counter, I don't have spray equipment. I'm not a body shop. I just want to make this look good. We're able to supply a lot of different products that can help them out. Yeah, the worst thing to do is all of a sudden you know you got $500 worth of product that you can't even use because you don't have the equipment or the, or the ability or the facilities to do it. So, exactly. yeah, go to ask, you know, first thing is ask an expert. Go to a body shop, go to a paint supply company. They're going to put you in the right direction. 
And once again, it's just all about time. It's an opportunity and it's a tool and a vehicle to be able to spend time as a, as a family. Yep. Once again, we'll be back in just a moment. Welcome back to the Christian Car Guy Radio Show. Once again this morning, uh, free Father's Day Saturday morning. Got Darren with me, and we've been talking a little bit about just spending time with our, our kids and, and the father's role. And and Darren's talking more about from his perspective for his father growing up, and then I was talking about me as a father. And, and you know what, that's, that's the most important role that I probably have here on earth is to spend time with my daughter, and also to get her in the direction where she has a relationship with Jesus Christ and also just be there for her and spend that time. Also this morning, we want to take a few moments and just talk a little bit about um, if you're involved in an accident, if you have that breakdown. And Darren, you've heard me say this, I don't know how many times, is to always be prepared, yep. be, be a good scout. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so important to know who you're going to call. Why is it important to, to call a wrecker that you, you know and you've got to have a tow, for one thing, it's going to save you some money. If it has to be towed to their facility, you're going to know where it's going. You're probably going to choose somewhere that you have a relationship with. And I encourage people to go by and talk to a towing company. I mean, we have people who walk in the door, raise body shop and wrecker service, who are new in the area or, or someone told them that we would be a resource and they'll get a card. And also we have a, a brochure that's on the, the Christian Car Guy radioshow.com uh, website that you can download or you can even email me ask, ask an expert and I'll put one in the mail for you because that's just a great resource that has a uh, uh, on one of the panels that has in case you're in an accident where it has all that information laid out for you to retrieve it the, the, the people that hit you the insurance company if there's any witnesses and also to write down you know the intersection that that the way the accident happened because at that moment, you may remember exactly and think you know all that, but two days later when an insurance company or there's a dispute, you don't remember all that. You don't remember witnesses, and you don't remember, you know, yeah. just those simple things, Darren. And yeah, because especially when you got your, I mean, anytime you're in an accident, your adrenaline is just, is, is, is pumping. And what you think you're, you, you, what you think you'll remember you just don't, you know, a couple of days later, it just, everything just starts fading away. Cause, um, cause of how, um, you know, how excited you were, you know, when you got, when, when you did get hit, um, or hit someone, you know, it's, it's, there's, there's a lot of emotions that just take place right away and to have a plan and to have, you know, some, some kind of resource material with you to, to kind of give you some direction on what to do. It means, you know, that's, that makes all the difference in the world. Yeah. And so you just, you know, I encourage people to put it in their glove box, put it right, you know, there with their car registration so that when they pull that out, they're going to have that information and start thinking through it. Oh, if I, if I need a tow, this is the company I'm going to call. I need to, to ask if there's any witnesses. I need to get all this information because it's all right there. And so you don't have to do it just off of exactly and and a lot of and a lot of things that i think insurance companies used to do and and even some body shops uh a while back before smartphones became the norm you know was having a disposable camera in your in your car uh so when you got you know if if you're in an accident or anything like that you can immediately take some pictures 
if you've got a smartphone or, or a camera phone or anything like that, that eliminates that need. But you always want to take pictures immediately for, you know, what the accident, you know, the, the area around the accident and, you know, your, you know, the damage on your car. Yeah. And if you have those, that ability to do that before you move those vehicles mm-hmm. and that is just, that, that can be vital because all of a sudden where, you know, I hit them in the, the right quarter panel and now all of a sudden I've got a claim and they're saying that the, you know, the, the right fender and the front door and the left quarter panel are all part of the accident. If you have that point of impact on a, on a, in a photo, digital photo or whatever it may be, I mean, that can save a lot of, uh, anguish. Yeah. And, you know, it, it provides, you know, the, the proof of, of your account of the accident, because that's, that's really what, uh, what it comes down to. Cause at the end of the day, the insurance companies, especially if they're two different ones, you know, each one of them is looking out for their client's interest. So it comes down to, you know, if, you know, he said, she said thing and, you know, whoever has the documentation of it, uh, you know, that's, that's what you need, uh, going forward. Well, Darren, real quick, we're going to take just a moment. I'm going to go, like I said, on the website. This is this is on the Christian Car Guy website. But on there it has, we have a brochure, and it has 10 things to know before having your vehicle repaired. And I'm just going to work my way down that list. And, and it's just common sense things, but it mm-hmm. will make a big difference in, in the repair process and also the grief and making it where you have less of a headache. Like I said, you can go on the website or you can hit the Ask an Expert button on the website and you can email me and I'll put a brochure in the mail to you. Or if you're in the Winston-Salem, Scythe County, Greensboro, Kernersville, Clemens area, you can stop by and I'll be glad to give you one at our shop at 4345 South Main Street, Winston-Salem, Ray's Body Shop and Record Service. Uh, the first one is, uh, is number one, your car is the second largest investment that you're likely to make preserve the value and your safety by having it repaired professionally. Exactly. That is, it seems like that would be a simple thing to, to, and I think a lot of people forget the fact that their car is their, you know, typically their second largest investment. And a lot of it is because of the financing, you know, when you're only paying, you know, $199 a month or $200 a month, you, you tend to forget the true value of your car. Cause it's, you know, your car is probably 15, maybe 20 grand, uh, sometimes, you know, obviously even more depending on the type of car. Yeah. I mean, the, 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 the price of vehicles today, I mean, it is a huge investment and, and, you know, you wouldn't any, you know, you wouldn't just want to throw money away and stuff. And so it's, it's get it done professionally. And, and then that means go back to asking those questions, see what they can do. And then the other thing, number two is never drive a car that could be unsafe because of damages. Yeah. That's, you know, that's, that's definitely you know, it uh, should be a no brainer, but, uh, it's, it's one of those things where, especially with the metals that are used in the cars today, they're, they're designed to crumple at a certain rate. And if you've already get, gotten into an accident and you keep driving around and those crumple zones have already been compromised, you know, you get into another accident, you know, because you didn't want to get it repaired or anything like that, you know, that could, that could actually, you know, endanger your life now because the car is no longer operating at its, at its peak you know, uh, safety design. Yeah. And, and I understand that some people, you know, just because of cost don't have insurance or whatever it may be, can't repair a vehicle. But I encourage people to go to a body shop and have them look the vehicle over. There may be something they can do to make the vehicle safe because when you get out on the highway, it is amazing to me. And I guess just because the business I'm in, I, I, I have at where I'm looking at cars as I'm going by or they're going by me. 
Mm. And I'm thinking, man, what in the world is this guy driving? You know, where you've got, a, I mean, the other day I saw a car with two of the little spare tires on one side of the vehicle and the car was sitting at about, you know. <laughs> and I'm thinking, man, how unsafe can that be? Or or you see parts hanging or, or, or a piece of a bumper just, you know, flapping and, and dragging and, yeah, you know, and, and that could be a danger to other people, too. I mean, you, you have parts dangling out or a bumper kind of hanging down or, or rubbing on the tire or something. You could either blow it or something falls off the car. Now you've, you know, now you're endangering the person behind you. Yeah, and, and it's, just, it's just a matter of never drive a vehicle that's, that's not safe. At least take it by somewhere and let somebody look at it and yeah, make sure you get it drivable. Yeah, because, I mean, if you... You know, depending on your situation, you know, when you talk to the, you know, owner or the manager of the body shop and stuff, uh, there might be some, you know, different things that they can do that uh, at least makes it safe that you're not spending a whole lot of money for. Yeah. Number three, some insurance companies may want you to to visit a drive-in claim center before having your car repaired. You can do this or you can just take it to, and it has, our says, take it to Ray's uh-huh. Body Shop and Record Service, but if that's not feasible, take it to a body shop and leave it there and have the insurance company meet you there or leave the car there and they come out and take a look at it. That way someone else is looking at it to make sure that they're getting all the coverage and stuff. And we're going to, as you go down this list, we're going to kind of hit back on some of that again because of discrepancies in, in estimates and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. But, and, and that's why it's always, it's always key to know to get a relationship with a, a body shop that you trust, a collision center that you trust. Yeah, and then number four is there's no law requiring you to obtain more than one estimate or appraisal, and which is true. You know, that some companies will have you going all over town for five or six estimates or four or three, whatever it may be. And yeah. then when you turn it in, they're saying, well, our adjuster has to look at it. Yeah. So, you know, my thing is to always say, well, I, I'm going to have this shop repair it. You want me to meet you there with your appraisal, or is that a shop that does direct repair for you or do you have a relationship with them and a lot of shops do mm-hmm. and it just saves you a i mean you know you spend two or three days collecting estimates and trying to get that done and some places charge you for an estimate you know it's just kind of you know i i, I they try to make you some interest companies make you think you need to do that but really all you're doing is extending the the claims process yeah because i remember you know growing up and and it's almost still kind of uh, ingrained now is three estimates get three estimates and and that's it but really you know just uh take it to the shop that you'd like it to get repaired at and uh, they'll have an adjuster come out and 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 actually write the estimate yep and that goes sort of to, to point number five you have the right to go to the repair shop of your choice your insurance company cannot require you to go to a particular shop and then here's the important part of that however it is important to have a good working relationship with your insurance company that's part of what we do. I mean, that, that's a raised body shop and record service. Part of our job is to make sure that we bridge that gap. And that's just in, important to do. They cannot make you go to a, a particular shop. Correct. They, they, they cannot, uh, you know, by law, they cannot tell you, you have to go here or some of that. They've, you know, they've forged some relationships with other body shops, but there's other body shops that aren't on the direct repair program that have good relationships with them. And, uh, you know, so if, if you're going to that shop, you know, you, you want to make sure that they do have a good working relationship with your insurance company. Um, and that way the, the claims process would be a little, a lot smoother. And one of the things you need to make sure you're aware of, if you go to a shop that's outside their network is to make sure that they are going to cover and warranty their repairs, because that's one of the things if XYZ insurance company 
says these are the ones we have a relationship. We guarantee what they do. They're not going to guarantee or also they're not going to be an advocate for you if you have a problem at another shop. So that's why it's important to have that relationship and that working relationship. You know, others can do a great job, but just make sure that there's that 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 relationship back and forth and stuff and that they're going to warranty whatever they do. Mm-hmm. You know, just like when, you know, the companies we do direct repair for, they're going to warranty everything we do, but really that's secondary because we're going to warranty everything we do and we're going to make sure it's done right and we're going to make sure that that the repairs are are proper and and guarantee it for as long as you own the vehicle. So that's that's the important thing is making sure you're getting a warranty. Yeah. And then number six, the difference in repair estimates are common. A lower estimate may not include all the necessary work. If you're not sure that one estimate is different from the other you've received, please ask us. Which go to the shop and take both take the estimate with you. And you know, don't the worst thing to do is when you go to a shop and you have an insurance estimate and you don't show it to them and then there's a discrepancy in it. The insurance company may not step in there and cover that discrepancy because you didn't repair the vehicle per their estimate. So be upfront and be honest. Yeah, yeah, because uh, you know we're all human. You're you're getting you know a couple different sets of eyes looking at the, and writing an, an estimate. You're gonna miss some stuff. I mean, there's just uh, there's there's way too many things on a car to you know get it. And there's sometimes there's hidden damage. You know, something behind a panel that you know you really couldn't see until you start you know getting in there, and then um, then all of a sudden it's yeah. And, and and the other thing you see in the industry, and I see a lot, is where if you go to somebody to come by and say, well, I've got a couple estimates now. Yours is a little higher than Joe's body shop or whoever it may be, and I'm looking at it and. You know, it's it's sort of a game that people can play where you look at it and you see, well, they don't have this $200 molding on it or yeah. they don't have the door mirror on the on the estimate. What it is, they know you're going to turn it in, so they're just hoping that the insurance company uses the low. Don't, don't look at the body of the estimate. Looks at the bottom line and sees that this is the cheapest one, and then they have to go back and supplement them. So really what it is is they're using that as a tool to – in a backdoor way to get the job, get the job. And so, you know, that's something to be concerned about. Number seven, choose a shop that has a unibody repair equipment and is certified by ICAR, ASE. And, and, and for example, that their technicians are trained and that, that is really important. It is important to have the, the, the equipment to pull the unibody. Also the equipment to, you know, what, where this is where Darren really comes in for us is, is, is supplying a, a, a quality paint system to be able to refinish a vehicle to pre-accident condition and make sure they have paint booths and stuff. There's still a lot of shops out there. Yeah, they're they're just spraying in their uh, you know, in the garage or you know, in in a non-booth uh, environment. And like I said, we've we you know we've done a good job with our shops, and uh, you know, your shop especially with um, getting certified. You know, we got you know we you know try to go to a shop that has all their technicians you know certified both in paint and in the in the different i cars and asc and, and stuff like that yeah because the technology that changes almost on a daily basis in the automotive industry i mean if you're not trained and you don't have the resources you know there's even to the something you don't even think about is making sure they got a computer system that they can uh, pull up i mean all the technical data because you may have a brand new car and there's things there that seems simple that may be critical if it gets missed by accident and stuff training 
is important. Go to the shop, make sure they got the equipment, make sure the technicians are trained, make sure they got a relationship with the paint supplier because that's also a, a huge step in refinishing that vehicle to look pre-accident condition. Once again, welcome back to the Christian Car Guy radio show as we're winding down. I'd like to make sure I hit these last three top ten things to know about before having your car repaired. Uh, number eight is ask if the shop will be using genuine manufactured parts, replacement parts. This is important, but yet, even though it's on there, it's it's also if they don't make sure that the, the aftermarket or the secondary market part that's being used is a quality part. Because I'm going to tell you what, I mean, in the business, it can save a lot of money and a lot of cars that would be totaled out because of being able to to do that. Some Some insurance companies use them, some don't. Go to a shop that is going to make sure that they're going to be a quality part because as you know darren there's a big difference in those things i mean you can get one for oh yeah the, you can get one for you know 150 dollars to compared to like 25 dollars uh, it just varies in 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 price and quality and your your fit's going to be different it's going to make uh, your, your gaps a little long, larger so it's just yeah make sure you have that that type of a uh, repair that you know that they're going to use a quality part to repair it and talk to the body shop talk to the insurance companies uh, make sure that the shop offers a warranty. Once again, we talked about that. Make sure they're going to cover what they do. And also make sure, number 10 is to make sure that they have a relationship with the insurance companies and you, that there would be a working relationship that you'll be able to make sure that we get everything put back the way it needs to be and you won't have a headache with them. It's, it's just going to a reputable shop. Know who you're going to choose to go to. Know who you want to repair it and make sure that they're going to work with the insurance company. It'll save you a lot of headache. Yep. Um. As we get ready to wrap up, as I mentioned, we have uh, appraisal by the Black Book. Um, this morning, as we get ready for Father's Day, I'm going to read from Galatians 4, 4 through 7. And this is certainly a, a Father's Day passage in my mind. And it reads, But when the set time had fully come, God sent his Son, that is Jesus Christ, born of a woman, born under the law to redeem those under the law that we might receive adoption to sonship because you are his sons. God sent the spirit of his son into our hearts. The spirit who calls out Abba father. So you no longer are a slave, but God's child. And since you are his child, God has made also an heir, an heir an heir to heaven. And, and, you know, and it goes back to that thing is once we realize and we have that relationship with Jesus Christ and God right, then our earthly relationships are going to be right. If we struggle with that, then all of our earthly relationships are going to be a struggle. And what better example, if you want to be a father and be a loving father, is the example that God has shown us as our father. And this passage just says it all. You know, he sent his son to this earth to die for me, to die for you, Darren, that we can have that relationship. And as we celebrate Father's Day and celebrate fathers, you know, sometimes it's it's easy to forget the one father that we need to make sure that we really are celebrating 
and that's our Father in heaven. So tomorrow, as you looking to do the cookouts and all that, I encourage you to be in a church somewhere celebrating Father's Day with our Heavenly Father. How you, uh, you know, as we go in life, there's always those struggles and stuff. And, 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 and as we talked about before, when we struggle with our relationship with our Heavenly Father, usually it's the same thing when we struggle with our relationship with our, our earthly fathers. And one thing, the best, best remedy for that and the best medicine for that is spending time, as Darren mentioned earlier, spending time with our, with, as a father and also with our Father and also with our Heavenly Father. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, just wanted to quick say, you know, all the fathers out there, you know, my dad was a great influence and uh, he was a godly man. And, uh, in a, you know, be, you know, fathers out there, just, you know, share that with your children. Absolutely. So once again, just I enjoyed this morning. Hope Robbie's having a great time. See you back next week. And don't forget, give your father a hug. And don't forget to make sure that you celebrate the greatest gift that we've ever had that our Father in Heaven gave us, and that's the birth of Jesus Christ to come to this earth as our Lord and Savior. So tomorrow morning, uh, come to Pinedale Christian Church and join me or wherever it may be. Get out, get to church, and celebrate Father's Day.